Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's Sal Capaccio. Filling up right behind the Bills bench right now with their flags and their hey, 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 hey. Hey, 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 hey. Let's go, Buffalo Chan. On WGR Sports Radio 550. Plenty to get through with our man Sal Capaccio, so let's waste some time talking about something completely off topic to lead us off. Hi, Sal. How are you? <laughs> I'm always down for that. I'm well. I know. I know. I always count on you for this. Uh, Good to have you back in Western New York, by the way. When when did you know that golf had you in its grip? uh, To like just had you because I am. I don't know if you know this. I mean, I didn't play for a long time regularly at all. Uh, Owen started playing two seasons ago, and so I got back into it. And the very first round I played with him two springs ago, the shoes I'd had that were like, you know, Howard Simon-esque Air Monarch era Nike golf shoes, the sole fell off one of them walking off the 18th green. I literally threw them in the garbage and walked to my truck and like drove home and like, okay, I need golf shoes. So I bought some golf shoes and I started playing more. And then I bought a second pair of golf shoes. And today on my Facebook feed, I got, oh, new Puma golf shoes. I, yeah, oh, I could use, I got a white pair. I got a blue pair. I could use a black pair. I got a new driver this week. I got new irons last year. Sal, I don't even know who the hell I am anymore. <laughs> well, I will tell you that I never once picked up a golf club and swung one growing up in Buffalo. Went to Syracuse University through college. Never, never golfed. Except for putt-putt on Union Road. We'd go there once in a while, right, when I was a kid. Um, Never did. Went down to Florida, was living there. Everybody golfs in Florida, right? And then people are like, oh, you got to, you know, can you be a part of our scramble? And you're an athlete. And I'm like, yeah, I've never really golfed. Like, what do you mean never golfed? So I'd go out and hack, and I was just horrible. And then what happened to me was I was just super competitive with myself. And I'm like, there's no way I can be this bad at this game. There's no way. I would not accept that as an athlete. Like, Mm -hmm. there's, I can't. So I decided to try to be a little bit better. I didn't take any lessons. I just kept playing more, and I'd watch people. I'd talk with them. I'd try to learn, self-taught. 
And it just got better and better. And then I started to kind of rise more to the level of some of the guys I was playing with. And then it just was in my blood and going out all the time. And Bulldog, this was so you ask when late, this is late 20s, 30 years old. Mm-hmm. I never had played golf until then. Um, and I actually was I was working in radio and I I was writing us like a column for this really like small town newspaper just like once a week. And one column I remember writing was I literally wrote, I I admit I have an addiction, dot, 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 <laughs> to golf. And then I went on and talked about yeah. it. So, yeah, so that was my story. And then, and I never, um, again, self-taught, just watching it. it was really more of a competitive nature. And then it just got into me. And it's just a, it still is because you never can conquer it. Yeah. I, um, I, n- I never saw this coming. I, I, I think the, for me, the overarching point would be like, don't close yourself off to anything. Cause I never thought I, yep. I've never been like I am now about it, which is like, Oh, I got to get a belt that matches my hat. Like, I just, I don't know. I don't even know what happened to yeah. me, but I just am like all of it's you and Nate and Jer, like your influence. I mean, I, I, you know, love and respect all of you as friends um, and enjoy playing with you. But, like, just, I don't know, less than a year and a half ago, I was making fun of Jeremy and Nate for talking about all the gear and all the stuff. <laughs> like, what? Like, this is hell on earth. It's like listening to Mike talk about fantasy football. I don't want any part of this. And now I'm like, well, I need a gray belt. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what happened. And you play fantasy football. <laughs> yeah, well, that, yeah, sure. That's begrudging. This I, <laughs> Loosely, this, right? Yeah, right. This, this I really love. And I could not yep. have seen it coming any less. I mean, I just had no predisposition to be this excited about it. But here we are. So, I don't know. Leave yourself open, I guess, everyone. That's, that's the message, okay? I'm done with my TED Talk now. Uh, Sal Capaccio on the Wester Hotline here. Look forward to playing a lot of golf with you this summer, buddy. Just by the way. I don't, I'm not going to yeah, miss a month of the season like I did last year. So, i um, going to go past the 50 rounds I played last year. Anyway, you're Love back it. from the Combine. Today, maybe Caleb Williams not taking the medicals, talking about Michael Jordan. Uh, Maybe that's the headline from today, at least the morning anyway. Um, How big of a deal is it that he is sort of breaking the mold here, not even going through medical testing uh, while at the Combine? It's a big deal to media. It might be a big deal to fans. It's not a big deal to teams. Um, teams are going to, they're going to get their information. He's going to meet with the teams that it matters to meet with. Like the bills aren't going to draft Caleb Williams, obviously. Right. So he doesn't need to Mm -hmm. go through the medicals there. Um, when teams need to get the medical information, they'll get the medical information. Uh, there's been enough, you know what, you know what teams care about? They're going to care. Now the medical information they do care about, obviously they're going to get it. Um, but they have seen this kid play. If they're interested in him, they've watched the tape. They've gone to USC. They've met with him. And then they can have these formal meetings this week. And all of that stuff is going to matter. And it's March 1st. And they're going to have these top 30 visits and bring them in. All of that stuff is going to matter. Teams aren't going to red flag him because he decided not to do medicals at the Combine. Um, you know, that, that's, it's not going to cost him being the number one overall pick. Right. Right. That's, that's to me, you do what he's doing because in part, because you can't right. Like I'm, I'm going to be, is there any doubt that he's going to be the number one pick? I know I saw yesterday, uh, who was it? Dan, Dan Orlovsky, I think said he thinks Jaden Daniels is a better prospect. 
than Caleb Williams and should be the number one overall pick. He's not saying he will be, but that, that in his opinion, Daniels looks like the better prospect. So there's some of that out there, but this, this guy is, is going one overall, right? Yes. They're going to trade Justin Fields and they're going to draft Caleb Williams. Um, it's pretty much going to be a certainty at this point. I mean, if it didn't happen, it would be a really, really stunning development. And the other only thing that would happen, I think, is then they would just simply trade with one of the two teams below them and they'd get, you know, somebody right. else. If they, you know what I mean? Like, um, it, yes, they're going to draft Caleb Williams and or they're going to go one spot lower and draft Drake May or Jaden Daniels. That's fine. But I think all indications are right now they are trading Justin Fields. They're drafting Caleb Williams. And like this is as much about resetting the quarterback financial chart and their organization and what they can do mm-hmm. over the next several years on a rookie quarterback contract than it is about anything. But also, I think that, you know, they would believe that Caleb Williams is a better prospect higher ceiling franchise quarterback than what they've seen from Justin Fields as much as Justin Fields has grown and then you get into well is it really Caleb Williams over Jaden Daniels I've seen no indication that anyone thinks otherwise maybe in the draft community a little bit but not the Chicago Bears Sal Capaccio on the West Her hotline here with me on WGR Sal's just back from Indianapolis where the NFL scouting combine continues the workouts are getting going in earnest now a lot of players talking this morning, including the wide receivers, and that is certainly of great interest to our audience. I'll ask you just generally, did anything from this morning, any of the receivers talking, grab your attention, turn you off in any way to anybody, um, someone you weren't maybe thinking about, now you're thinking about, anything like that from the receivers today, just from them talking? No, nothing like that. I just think the, the, the interesting things are when you talk with um, – Guys, you hear from guys who say, like, how much they'd like to play with Josh Allen, right? And they had a nice, who was it, Brian Thomas talking about spending time with Joe Brady. Now, Mm -hmm. that's just interesting that they did that, and you just get insight in them that they had a conversation. Obviously, their their timelines didn't cross over at LSU, but they talked about that. And then was it Roma Dunze who said... Who was asked basically what would happen? Could he fly a 747 in an emergency? And he said, no, everybody's going down. Like, that's not happening. Right. Like, those are the kind of funny moments you get. And I, I appreciate his honesty, actually. So I, I love that. You know, if he's like, yeah, man, I got this. Right. I'd be like, ah, I don't know about that. Right. Yeah, At least no. he knows who he is. Yeah, so, we're all going to die. Know, I, I right. appreciate that. I think maybe, yeah, I think um, maybe the most interesting that might be what Zach's been putting in his update, which is that, um, McConkie said he didn't meet with the Bills when it seems like everybody's meeting with everybody, right? Right. And Lad McConkie says he didn't meet with the Bills, but he did meet with them at the Senior Bowl, and you only get 45 of these visits anyway, the formal interviews. Yeah. So is there a pecking order for you uh, as far as these receivers, or have you not gotten to that yet? Because, like, I, I started – it's funny. Like, we started during the football season even. I was crushing on Keon Coleman, and then we get – after the season ends and you start hearing scouting reports on guys, and I'm, I don't like much of what I've read about Coleman, uh, just not as well-rounded, might turn out to be really great, but separation and route running and just not as maybe polished, but spectacular plays, right? Uh, jump balls and that kind of stuff. So like I've kind of soured on him as an idea for the Bills, um, at least at 28 anyway. Um, 
And then there's this other, you know, the, all the rest of the guys beyond those top three guys you mentioned, the Dunze, Neighbors, Marvin Harrison Jr. Like, to me, I don't, I'm not even going to bother investing in which one of those guys I would prefer because I don't think the Bills are going to get near uh, any of those three. The rest of the class, I think, might be fair game. Like, any one of the guys beyond those three could could end up being of interest to the Bills, I think. So... You know, if you want to talk about guys that you pretty much have a no shot at, yes. I mean, obviously Harrison and neighbors, and I'm partial to Harrison. Watching his dad at Syracuse, obviously, you know, play, that's pretty cool. But knowing how good those guys are, short of those guys, I'm a Troy Franklin guy right now. Now, granted, I I reserve the right to change, right, between now and Mm -hmm. uh, the time April comes around. But Troy Franklin really kind of checks all the boxes off, you know, for me when it comes to a, a prospect. He's big and he's fast. And he really can get separation. Um, he even talked about, was it, I think you talk about things guys said. I believe he said one of the areas he's really improved is yards after catch. Yes. Where have I heard a team talk about yards after catch <laughs> recently that it's really important to them, right? Um, yeah, so I like that. If I go to, if you go to his uh, NFL draft profile, Lance Zerline always does a great job with that. His NFL comparison, Chris Olave. I mean, wouldn't you like to have a guy like Chris Olave in this Bills offense? You know, if you want to add like a talented guy who I think just kind of checks all the things that this team could use with separation, playing on the outside, run after catch. Uh, I, I like him a lot. I am warming up to Lad McConkey a lot. I do think he's more of a slot guy and they don't really need that. Mm-hmm. But man, like the guy knows how to get open. He runs great routes. I really like that about him. Uh, for sure. And then, you know, you go down, Xavier Leggett. I like Xavier Leggett. I think um, you know, he's a little bit of a bigger body. And I don't actually love like you, I don't love Keon Coleman for that kind of reason. Keon Coleman, his strength is the things that I don't think the Bills are after. Uh-huh. His strength is contested catches and you know winning on jump balls. And sure, he can get down the field a little bit, but I, I think you need an explosive guy like right away, guy with the ball in his hands. If, you know, you need to get the ball to him quickly. He can get down the field, or he's down the field and you're getting balled in because he's separating. That's not necessarily Keon Coleman's game, and I, I, not that I don't think he can be a really good NFL wide receiver. Mm-hmm. I just don't think that's what the Bills necessarily want. The guy that I haven't done a lot of work on, but I'm hearing a lot about lately, is Ricky Pearsall of Florida. Uh, 6'1", 190. I've just been hearing a lot of buzz on him on how like he could really kind of move up the boards uh, as, it go, as we're going on. And then the other guy, I want to just throw his name out there because Emery Hunt does a great job. And you know Emery, right? CBS Sports mm-hmm. HQ has been on with us many times. Emery does an amazing job. He's gone. He went to eight different all-star games. This guy's all over everything. The guy he's really, really high on that he turned me on to, Malachi Corley of Western Kentucky. The production is really there for him. 79 catches, 984 yards, 11 touchdowns. Um, he is a guy I think that I'm going to have to do a little more work on because seems like he's maybe one of these smaller school under-the-radar guys that you could wind up getting maybe in the middle round. Forgive me if I'm muddying the waters by mentioning this, circling all the way back to Troy Franklin, who you mentioned, because I watched, I don't know, 15 clips of receivers talking about you know different different things today. I, I think Franklin also said he was recruited by Brady. I mean, he went to Oregon, but mm-hmm. I think he was maybe recruited by Brady when Brady was at LSU. So there's at least some connection there. You know who's kind of growing on me is one of the Texas guys, Adnai Mitchell. Has okay. kind of gr- grown on me a little bit. I, I again, I'm just watching clips and is I'm reading. Is that Zach Scott Jones' reports. influence on you? Is that why? I, I'm not I, really I, sure. Yeah, I'm just tr- I'm just trying to get Zach to like me. Really, <laughs> is what it is. I, um, yeah, no, I I feel there's size there. I think there's speed there, and there's subtlety in his route running that I've seen in some of the clips I've seen. Like I, I'm I'm 
I'm I'm interested in him. Like he's just another guy to throw on the pile. I I like all the guys you've mentioned. I would add in um, Trapasso has kind of turned me into a Javon Baker fan from Central okay. Florida. Um, yep. th- that's interesting to me. Um, I'm kind of with you on McConkie. Like he's an intriguing and interesting guy, but I don't know that I need to be drafting a guy that might be best suited to play the slot. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know that I really want to do that. I'm I'm looking to replace Gabriel Davis uh, ultimately. So I need somebody on the outside. So I, any of those guys, I'm I'm pretty good with. Brian Thomas Jr. too. Although I don't know, he might be yeah. right on the edge of where the Bills are picking. But he's he's of interest to me too. Yeah, I mean, look, the, the, every year we hear this, which is the wide receiver class is really deep. And why is that? Well, think about it. We've talked about this, Bulldog. It's the cyclical nature of football. Look what's happening now throughout all the lower levels. I mean, you've had now a good 10 years of a lot of these rule changes and spread offenses. You can basically go to any, you know, a heck with a high school game, a Pop Warner game on a Saturday afternoon, and you're just seeing these kids throw the ball all over, right? I mean, it's incredible. That's what's happening. The best athletes, when I was growing up and you were growing up, the best athletes played running back, right? Yes, I mean, right. that's what happened. Right. You, you're running back, and, and you uh, – I want to pitch it to the, to the running back, and good luck, he's going to outrun you to the end zone. That's not the case anymore. And then it became the best athletes really kind of played defensive back, and they, and they still are. They're really good athletes. But now it's we're putting them at wide receiver. Go stop us. You know what I mean? And uh, I think that's why you're seeing so many great draft classes now with all these wide receivers. You have a really good decade's worth, basically, of these best players going to that position, catching balls, running routes, the specialization now of it, and how really it's impacted the game at all different levels. So I think that's why. So that's the debate of do you want to get one early? Do you want to wait? You could because there's going to be a lot of value there. But I always want to caution everybody. It is March 1st, right? And I say... I reserve the right to kind of change because every year we do this in March and then free agency happens and there's <laughs> something that winds up going on that maybe they get a couple guys. And I always remember 2019 need a receiver for Josh. Got to get Josh receivers. Got to, who, who they like in the draft. And then they sign John Brown and Cole Beasley. Not that they were the, you know, the number one guys in the free mm-hmm. agent class, but they just did a lot for the room. They did a lot for the roster that kind of got you a little bit off of what they needed come April. Yeah, well, that that's interesting. That 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 sort of spins us right into something I was thinking about and talking about right before you came on with us, and that's is there like I know the Bills cap situation, and I know how Brandon Bean sounds about it, and I you know I feel like I have a, a handle on how it will probably go, but you know, there's always ways to move stuff around, and like I wonder if there's a free agent receiver move out there that would tempt him enough to mess with the contracts that I certainly, and I think you agree, don't want to see the Bills mess with. Diggs, Von Miller, like kicking that down the road doesn't seem like a good idea right now to me. But then I go like, I don't know, what if Mike Evans calls? You know, (laughs) what if if somebody, like, is there that? And of course, then that changes all of this for the wide receiver train, at least for, you know, for this year, probably, if you were to do something like that. Yeah, I agree with that, um, that, you know, there could be a move like that that could happen, but it would take, you know, moving some things around that maybe you don't want to. But let's remember, uh, you know, Brandon Bean even, you know, said he, they didn't expect to necessarily get Von Miller, but when they did, they had to, you know, they wanted to make sure right. they could make it happen, right? So that's what you do. And every every time you do one thing, it's going to impact something else. You know, we talked about yesterday, and I told you guys, you know, I've been – thinking all week just when listening to Brandon that 
they feel better about their cap situation than maybe we've all made it out to be. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Matt Bove and I, we do the Always Game Day in Buffalo podcast. So I can share this because Matt said this on the podcast. It wasn't something like told to him in confidence because he shared it. And I thought it was really interesting. So Matt did a, an interview with Brandon Bean for television for Channel 7. And he said to Brandon Bean, he said, if your cap situation is one being horrible, it's just a horrible one to ten, one is being just ridiculously horrible, ten is being great, where would you put it? Let me ask you, Bulldog, what do you think Brandon Bean said to him? Well, your setup here mm-hmm. leans me toward he's more positive about it than maybe we have sounded, so I'm going to say he said it's a six. It's a good guess because he said it's definitely not a one and it's definitely not a ten. It's somewhere in the middle, and I don't know if he actually said five or six, but Matt gave the indication of that being the case, like a five, six. Mm-hmm. I'll take that, right? I mean, you think yeah, about that. Yeah. I'll take that because if that's what you're thinking now, okay, now you go back to what you just said, which is if it's a five, six now, what happens if there's a guy that you say we can really go get? Now you can maybe make some things happen to go and do that. But I just thought that was interesting, and it goes back to the point of it's not as dire as a lot of us have maybe made it out and thought it. Right. It would be when I've brought this up with Mike. Just a couple. We've never really, we haven't really like sat here and like you know, sat with it, taking calls and really you know dug through it. But when I've brought it up to him, you know what he he's mentioned both times how Bean talked about the Allen trade, like the the, the moves yes. they made to get Allen, and like you know whatever. If it do, if, if it if it doesn't work, I'm not going to be there anyway. If it works mm-hmm. out, nobody's going to give a you know what. I'm not. I'm not here to say like Bean. Bean is going to be reckless about it, but that same sort of justification he could use now. I mean, he's had the job a long time. They haven't gotten across the finish line. Like one. Okay, let uh, let's put it off another year. Let's go. Like you know, Mike Evans is on the phone. He something like that. Michael Pittman, whatever. Some big move that we just can't think of right now because of the cap situation. I wonder if something like that could tempt him. Yeah, and I wonder, when you say it, do you think more of a free agent or a trade? Because the, the Josh Allen thing was a trade, right? It's trading right. up to get someone. Is it? Are you? And then are you thinking trading for an existing NFL player or trading up in the draft, right? Because all of those things, I think, mm-hmm. absolutely should be on the table, given what you said. So I think it would be too rich for the Bills, but I think about T. Higgins. I think the Bengals want to trade T. Higgins, actually. They're going to tag him. I don't think they want to pay him. They don't want to trade him. Like, is that something? Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd even want the Bills to do that because it would cost you a lot, both in capital and then a contract. But is that the kind of thing that they'd be willing to do? Or is it, you know what? And I've brought this up. They have traded up in the draft the last couple of years, a couple of spots to get a guy. Mm-hmm. But I wonder if this is the year they feel they really need to trade up to get the guy they really want if there's someone. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. One of those wide receivers. Boy, it that's a huge move, though, right? Because the, right? the, the, the top yep. three guys, like we already talked about, I feel like beyond those top three I, they'll surely, I, I might guess, there will be a few guys, maybe a couple guys picked between, say, 10 and 28, right? So they probably won't have the pick of the fourth receiver off the board. They could, but I wouldn't predict it right now. Those top three, though, to me, you got to get to the top 10 to make that work. And then that, so you're talking about a big trade in a year where we've talked about the cap. You need guys to fill holes. Like, I don't know. I don't know if it makes sense for them to give up draft capital mm-hmm. this year to go get a guy when there's so many good players that might be available to them if they just stay put. Okay, so I know that it's 13 years ago. I know the landscape has changed. I'll just point to a trade that was made almost in this very similar spot. The Atlanta Falcons were sitting at 27 in 2011. They are at number 27. They traded all the way up to number 6 to draft Julio Jones. They went from 27 to 6. It cost them, number 27, obviously. It also cost them their first-round pick the following year in 2012 and their second- and fourth-round picks in 2012. So they traded. They swapped 27 up to 6, and it cost them a 1, a 2, and a 4 the next year. Wait, wait. I mean, second and fourth this year, yeah. fourth and 20. There, a, a 2 and a 4 the same year. Sorry. So, the, <laughs> so they swapped it, a 2 and a 4 that same year, and then a fourth the next year. It's all, it's, it's just so much. <laughs> so much. I, I'm inviting this conversation, I know, by bringing it up and talking the way I'm talking about a bold move. But do you think it was a bad deal now? Oh, wow. I mean, they hit on the player. I mean, it worked. Right. Um, and they, you know, they had the quarterback in place already, which is why I. And they went to a Super Bowl a couple years later. Right. That's right. few years later but yeah yeah it, it, took, it took a while yeah, yeah. right right yeah. right yeah i don't know man i don't know i i like i like thinking about it i know that i'm not sure i have the balls to do it <laughs> you know and i and i I'm know not, i'm also not sure i'd have the i'd have the the fortitude to, to make the big free agent move that i'm i'm you know describing the the tempting to mess with the contracts that we don't want to touch or we think you know we'd rather not mess with um, but I like I like teasing I like teasing my brain and I like teasing the audience yeah. with it. Like, is that is that worth doing? Would you do it? Like, would you go big one more time? I think maybe we'll pick up on this and continue this conversation. Uh, I think we should let you go though, Sal. You've had a you've had a week. <laughs> Thank you for your time today and great work in Indianapolis. And we'll catch up next week, man. Have a good weekend. All right, you got a buddy. You too. Thanks. It's our man Sal Capaccio on the Western Hotline. His appearances are always brought to you by New York's only outlet, Liquor. When you need to stock up, it's the place to buy a case. What's your outlet? What do you think? 
Is is there is there a is there a thing out there? Is there a is there a big bold trade up? Is there a damn the torpedoes move for Brandon Bean either in free agency? I, I'll admit when I was like thinking about this and even bringing it up before Sale came out with us, I was not thinking about a draft trade. I'm thinking more about a free agent move for an established player. Uh, but I mean, either either can be suitable. Either is bold. Either is sacrificing futures for the immediate. One is more maybe financially penal than the other is more assets, draft picks in the future. Uh, you know, being involved in a in a trade like that. Either is up for discussion. You got a guy you love in the draft. You got a guy you love in free agency. Let's hear about it. 803-0550 is the number. If you'd like to join me, would love to hear from you. Lines are wide open right now for you to get in, and we got a half an hour here to take your calls before Matt Collar joins us at the top of the 5 o'clock hour. 803-0550. Mike Schoep's off today. I'm the Bulldog. You're listening to WGR. Uh, yeah, most definitely. I met with the Bills. I think that was my first meeting uh, when I got here. Josh Allen, great great quarterback, you know, strong arm, can get the ball downfield leader you know so i think he's, he's a good guy for sure what was your conversations like with joe brady in that meeting because he coached chase and uh, jefferson yeah so you. um he was actually recruiting me in, in college i mean high school you know um, when he was at lsu or wherever for that last year or that little year he was there and um, yeah we were just talking about that it was pretty cool you know talk to him again though all that good stuff and just um, seeing how he felt about me That is Oregon receiver Troy Franklin talking today at the NFL Scouting Combine in Indianapolis about his meetings with the Bills, his feelings on the Bills. You hear him give some thoughts on Josh Allen there and having known Joe Brady back when he was making a decision on where to play college football. Joe Brady then at LSU uh, involved in trying to recruit him to LSU, of course, he ended up at uh, at Oregon. Ultimately, uh, one, one of the guys that should be in the mix for the Bills, should they stay put? Any idea about doing something bigger than that? I, I'm thinking about free agency more than the draft, but Sal, as, as he is wont to do, adds another log to the fire, mentioning the Atlanta Falcons and their big draft day trade to go get Julio Jones, going from 27 all the way up to 6. A lot of draft capital to make that happen. Um, anything about that appealing to you? 803-0550 uh, is the number. I, I Look, I don't know how realistic it is, if at all, that the Bills do something big, either a huge trade to get up to get one of the top three receivers in the draft um, or a big free agent move. I think that would require reworking contracts that I am not real interested in reworking right now, but could they do it? Yeah. Is there a guy that could get you to want to do it? That's the question. 803-0550 is the phone number. You want to get in on that conversation? Love to hear from you on that. Ryan will be first up this segment. Hi, Ryan. Thanks for calling. You're on the air here on WGR. Hey, brother. How are you, pal? Really good, man. Thanks for calling. So a couple of things, uh, my opinions on you, on your take on free agency and redoing contracts with the current players we have. When you do re- uh, redo contract, I think that contract goes on to the next season, correct? Well, yeah, yes. I mean, it, it makes it makes things harder moving forward. Yes. Yeah. Right. So, and you talked about Mike Evans. I don't know. I don't think Mike Evans is any different from Stephon Diggs. We ask me, and there is no point of signing Mike Evans, redoing contract, 
and passing on to the next season. And, then, and I was listening to your show yesterday, and then I believe Mike uh, asked you how many uh, wins will Bills have, and you said, I believe you said 10, and then Mike said 9. That might be a wild-card team. My opinion, you know what, just let this thing ride out, re- redo all these contracts next season, mm-hmm. free up some cap space, and then go big on the draft class this season and build those players up and, you know, hope for the best following season. Yep. That's a perfectly reasonable approach, Ryan, and one that I have been sort of in favor of. I've said already many times in the weeks since the season has ended, don't touch the Diggs contract. Don't rework the Von Miller contract. They're, they're right now very tough to live with at the numbers they are, but at those players' ages right now, I don't think kicking that can further down the road is the responsible thing to do. It's not prudent. A lot of things that are exciting aren't prudent. They aren't responsible. So that's how we ended up here. I, I'm. It, it's more for me of kind of a thought experiment. So um, I respect where you are, mainly because it's exactly where I am. I, I think that's probably what is smart and best for the Bills to do. But it's also fun to be tempted by, oh, I shouldn't have another drink, but I don't know. It's been fun. One more. I've done that many times. Evans, yes, is 30. And do I want to do that again? I've already got Diggs. He's on the wrong side of 30. I'm doubling down on that. They're both still excellent players right now, I think. So you're doing it with a mind towards I'm 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 going all in again. It's it's kind of Von Miller all over again. Although having the Von Miller contract is an impediment to doing it again. I recognize that. But it's the same deal. Like I think long range, am I gonna regret signing Mike Evans? The latest spot track projection, by the way, for him. <clears throat> Don't crash into anything. Four years, $92 million. So $23 million per year. Uh, that, that That's just Mike Giannitti's opinion, okay? Spot track. They, they do this for, um, for a lot of big players in the league. You know, try to project what it's going to cost to sign him in free agency. That's the projection on Evans. Uh, will I hate that contract two years from now? Absolutely. Almost no question. You know what would make me not hate it? A parade. And for 2024, I can't, and you, maybe you could, I don't know, I've been watching Evans very closely, and I see a drop-off in his release on press cut. What, what you, you, you want to get into it? Maybe you know better than me. I can't imagine a scenario where Mike Evans doesn't help the Bills in 2024. With Diggs, with Shakir, with James Cook, with Kincaid, that's a, Again, you're going to regret it eventually, but man, in the short term, that could be really nice. Is that called for right now? Is it responsible right now? No. Is it fun? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Mike is next up. Hi, Mike. Thanks for calling. You're on the air on WGR. Hey, Chris. How are you? Um, I, I... 
I'm we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. I'm not in favor of um, reworking those big contracts, but I think you kind of have to. I just don't think – I don't see how they're going to get under the cap this year without reworking Vaughn, without reworking Stephan, Stephon Diggs. I just – and I understand you're just pushing it off down the road, but I don't think it's possible to get the $42 million that they need without doing something with those contracts. But I'd like to see him do because of that is I'd love to, you know, they got 10 draft picks. They got two third round picks. I'd love to see him move up four or five, maybe even six spots and get Brian Thomas. I think Brian Thomas is a perfect receiver for this team. He's got all the things that we need between speed, size, run after catch. He seems to have great hands, mm-hmm. comes from a big time program. Um, it just seems to me that he's the perfect guy to get. Um, he doesn't – I don't think he's going to cost us the, the draft picks that a Julio Jones-type trade would right. make, you know, trying to get one of those top three guys. You may be able to get him in that 18 to 24 range, um, and you trade up for him. You've, you've got some capital, whether it costs you a, a, a third and a sixth along with your, with your first. Um, I just think that that's the move. Because okay. you need to save money, and you got a guy then in five five years on a rookie deal because he's a first round pick, um, and you you've got time to re, regroup down the road also. Yep. All right, Mike. Thank you. Appreciate it. They they I think the only way I think they'll have to touch the Miller and Diggs contract. I mean, I could be wrong on this. Uh, is if they wanted to do something really big like I'm talking about. Just so you know, and like I like Mike, I know you're 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 up on a lot of stuff. Allen's contract alone, they redo Allen's contract, they're they're in line to save twenty two million dollars. Thing like that. I mean that you know, how how do you oh my god, forty million, thirty million, how are we gonna there's half of it. More than half of it. Bam, one move. Dawkins new contract, Taron Johnson new contract. Um there's there's uh, there's ideas here, releases of other players. Poyer, I don't know about Trey White exactly, redo his deal, though. 
there are ways that they'll get under. I, I, I've seen spot track. Speaking of pot, spot track, there's a there's a, a list. I don't have it memorized, and I don't have it open right in front of me right this second, and it's too cumbersome for me to find it, to to read it. But the Dawkins deal is there. Morse is another idea. Um, void years. There's ways without touching those contracts that right now are borderline toxic. Um, the Diggs and Miller contracts, because of their age, I don't want to kick those cans down the road any further. I think there's stuff within reason with guys that you feel like you're going to be moving forward with. Dawkins, Allen, obviously, Taron Johnson, that you can do things with to free up money. So I, I don't think it's as bad. Like like Sal was saying, this conversation he had on his podcast with Matt Bovey from Channel 7, how Bean indicated their their cap situation is, you know, if one is terrible and 10 is fantastic, it's somewhere in the middle there. Um, I think that's an indicator. Like, they should not have to, um, again, unless something really catches their fancy. Uh, free agent, like a big, big idea like Evans or Michael Pittman Jr. is even that's going to be a bigger contract than Evans. I think I would expect it to be anyway, because he's younger and just coming into his prime. Whereas Evans is already at that level. Anyway, appreciate the call and the thoughts. You got an idea out there that you like love hate. <laughs> Let's have it. 803-0550 is the number. Matthew collar on the Vikings. They got an interesting off season. Speaking of big ticket NFL wide receivers, Justin Jefferson's looking for a new contract bank-breaking alert. I mean, it's going to be the highest-paid receiver contract in history, uh, surely, when it comes, assuming it comes. We'll talk with Matthew about all things pertaining to that and the Vikings moving forward and the league in general uh, as well as we continue. But still time for your calls here in the next segment. If you've got an idea, 803-0550, again, is the number. Mike Shope is off today. I'm the Bulldog. Thanks for listening to WGR. Giveaway time. Caller five right now. <clears throat> Should I tell you what you can win first? Win a pair of tickets to see Avenged Sevenfold with Poppy and Sullivan King at KeyBank Center on March 6th. Hey, that's coming up. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. These tickets come courtesy of our friends at Live Nation. Caller five right now at 716-221-4WGR. That's 716-221-4WGR. Four seven, and they get themselves those tickets. Uh, good luck. I hope you win some concert tickets. That would be cool. Here, you know, um, one caveat I think about the sale brought up. We're t- talking about sort of maybe unrealistic ideas for the Bills this off season, uh, free agency trade. And Sale brought up the Falcons, who went really big. Uh, I think it was 2011 to go get Julio Jones and they went from 27 to six paid a big price. I don't know. The guy's a hall of fame receiver. So, you know, he, he paid off. They eventually made a super bowl. It took a while. I don't know that he was exactly at the height of his powers anymore when they got there, but still whatever it, it quote unquote worked. He's been, he was a great player. That draft class, that first round draft class, Zach's busy answering the contest line, so I can't ask him for the name. But A.J. Green went in the top five that year, maybe three to the Bengals, if I remember correctly. 
and Julio Jones goes six in that trade, there's only one more receiver picked in the first round. And it's like sort of a your name here guy. I can't remember it. He told me 20 minutes ago. And of course, like an idiot, I have forgotten it. But the Chiefs chose another receiver, the only other receiver in the first round in the 20s somewhere. And the guy just had like a whatever. He's just, just a guy in the league career. Whereas A.J. Green and Julio Jones are two of the best receivers of a generation. So what you don't have this year is a shortage of guys that have first round grades on them uh, and guys that can even step in beyond the first round and play for your team. I mean, there's just, there's so many of them and sure, you know, there's the top three and then, you know, our, our caller Mike brought up Brian Thomas Jr. And he's probably, he's probably the guy that is most considered to be in between those big three and then where the bills are picking. So, you know, maybe a modest move up, but a big move up to get one of those big three, I would not be in favor of it because of the strength of the class. Zach, who was the third guy, the receiver you mentioned to me that the Chiefs took in that Julio Jones year? Jonathan Baldwin. Yeah. I mean, right. The the next guy was Titus Young in the second round by Detroit. So it's, it's really not good. Right. It's very thin. I don't think you got a situation like that on your hands at all this year. And so that to me is it's reason enough. I like I I love I love the experiment, <laughs> the, the thought experiment of would I want to do something really big and bold? Uh I prefer the free agent idea if at all. I, I'm not eager to do that either, but I'm you know, just talking about it really here and getting your feedback on it. The trade idea way up anyway, like the, the you know from twenty eight to the top ten. I I don't need to pay that price. I think I'm going to do fine picking somewhere in the twenties. If I want to move up a few spots, like our caller brought up, you know maybe we've seen the Bills do that. The price isn't too steep to go all the way from the late twenties up to the top ten. That's a that's a price I don't think I want the Bills paying right now, considering uh, where they're at with their roster and the cap and all that. So that's where I end up on that. Let's take a timeout. We got Matthew Collar, our old buddy from here, been in Minneapolis now for many years. The Vikings have got an interesting offseason on their hands, what to do with Kirk Cousins. They're reportedly going to cut their number one running back. Uh, that came out last night. And a new contract for Justin Jefferson is certainly uh, something that's on the table for them. So we'll talk with Matthew about all that and more when we continue. I'm the Bulldog. Mike Shope is off today. You're listening to WGR. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 
vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh. 